0: Okay, now in preparation for Chapter 11, The Video Daddy, do make sure and do yourself test of Lesson Number 7 that we did last week. This is uh, Lesson Number 8 in your workbooks and Chapter 11 in the book, The Video Daddy. Okay, so without any further ado, I'm up in Kansas, Um, had lots of chances yesterday on bucks, and... uh, couldn't get in position and or whatever. You know, those are all the stories that someone says who didn't bring home a deer. But anyway, I'm still trying. It's Sunday afternoon, getting ready to go back out again, but I thought I'd get this uh, chapter out on the airwaves, so to speak. Okay, so without any further ado, here comes the video daddy. The video daddy. Bart Simpson's cartoon dad, Homer, foolish, weak, Bumbling is outsmarted by his loud son before television viewers. He is a picture of manhood before millions of American children. Ed Bundy, of Married with Children, was the ultimate incompetent father, a drunk, lazy, perverted slob who was, world re- revol- whose world revolved around himself and his ridiculous ideas of how to get rich quick. Yet even the sitcom seems morally tame compared to new award-winning series that laud homosexuality and the homosexual lifestyle. Of course, now we're deep into that. Twenty years later, are we not? That's my editorial comment. <clears throat> in their perversion, these form an image of manhood that is stamped in the minds of millions of our country. The image in our mind creates the emo- The images in our mind create the motivations for our behavior. We become the images we have of ourselves and we treat others according to the images we have of them. The most powerful thing that can be done in life is to create an image. The next next most powerful thing is to destroy an image. Television has been creating and destroying images of manhood for decades with dangerous results. Our youths have been traumatized by the video daddy. These images, like it or not, are examples of an authoritative figure in the home. These foolish male characters, too numerous to mention, have distorted the image of husbands and fathers. In its perversion, an image of manhood is stamped on the minds of our youth that results in their resentment, derision, anarchy, and mockery. An exasperated father sat across from me and asked in frustration, what's a man to do? His son was becoming a real problem. He thought he had been a good father and provided all the necessities of life. He just could not understand his son's attitude. After a long conversation, it became very clear that this father was only one of thousands of men in our world today who have been victimized by forces they should have controlled. Hmm. Let me read that again. After a long conversation, it became very clear that this father was one of only... Thousands of men in our world today who have been victimized by forces they should have controlled. What this father needed to understand was the power of images. It was his responsibility to exercise some kind of control over the images that were set before his son. By permitting the son to watch anything and everything in media, he was allowing other forces to create an image of authority in his son's mind. These TV caricatures became modern-day role models, Then, when the son saw a flaw, prejudice, or weakness in his father, he identified him with the image stamped on his mind via the television. He transferred the image of a Homer Simpson to his own father, and then reacted with the same resentment or disdain that he had for the authoritative figure on the program. Some parents remain perplexed over their children's behavior until they understand the power of images. Others do understand that is why some groups fight TV and other media programming so vehemently. Remember, the motive behind such programming is the love of money, which is the root of all evil. When confronted with the issue of TV influence, television producers deny such power over the minds of people. Yet, out of, out of the other side of their mouths, they sell 30 seconds of viewing time to sponsors for assuring them that commercials will convince viewers to buy the products displayed. They can't have it both ways. Television either is or it isn't that powerful. It is. The nation as a whole has been adversely affected by the video images of television programming. America has been going through a transition for the last few decades. The national image is a virtuous nation a benefactor to, to the entire world, a savior from enslaving dictatorships, has undergone severe changes as a result of television. The destruction of those po- positive images in the national mentality has created a f- philosophical and emotional sickness in the nation's life. Our youth have been specifically affected by it. One of the most subtle catastrophes has been the anti hero syndrome that has eliminated our heart heroes and left us bereft of role models as patriotic examples. There is a proverb that says, God hates those who say that bad is good, and good is bad. Yet, that perversion has taken place covertly and overtly for the past decades. The hero image in the mind of a young man powerfully motivates him in life. The hero image in a young girl's mind of the man she will... Someday, Mary also motivates her. Throughout life, there is a constant adjustment of the idea and the real. I'm sorry, a constant adjustment of the ideal and the real. (laughs) The distance between the ideal and the real is the degree of disappointment in life. Hmm, let me read that again. The distance between the ideal and the real is the degree of disappointment in life. But our youths still need positive ideals, heroes, that can affect them for good. How can we change the negative, anti-hero images? By letting God renew the images in our minds. Today, more than ever before in history, men need to recognize how God originally made them to be and earnestly endeavor to let God create their manhood in the image of Christ. Adam was created in the image of God. He was the example of manhood. When that manhood was marred by sin, Jesus Christ came as the second Adam to restore the image to man once again. Christ came as the express image in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3 of God to reveal his grace and truth. As Jesus revealed the glory of God, he told us that we could be Born again, and receive that very nature of God into our spirits. We could have our minds renewed and our hearts regenerated. From there our entire life would be so changed that some old things would pass away, and all things would come become new. That's from Second Corinthians chapter five and verse seventeen. Without Jesus Christ, man is unable to be be restored to the image of God as his workmanship. Unto his glory, Ephesians. 2 and fift- and 10. With Jesus, it is being done today. With the new image of manhood given by Jesus stamped on our minds, our behavior, attitudes, and desires all become new. We are new creations with new motivations. While I was in Cleveland's Hopkins Airport one day, I ran into a noted Christian author and lecturer. We spent a moment or two renewing our acquaintances At the time, the ministry of majoring in men was just getting started, and I mentioned it to him. He was vitally interested. He had just spoken to hundreds of men at a men's meeting in Cleveland. He explained the text of the scripture that had greatly impressed him. He had used it to address those men because he believed it was a cornerstone for men today. It's time for the Lord to turn the hearts of the fathers to the sons and the sons to the fathers. He paraphrased from Malachi, chapter 4 and 6. Malachi, the last book in the Old Testament. We've had enough of the humanistic efforts to degrade men and breed contempt for fathers in the hearts of their sons. We need to speak loud and clear, and I'm glad you are doing it. He shared with me as we parted company from our perspective planes. The psalmist wrote, I need your help, especially in my own home, where I long to act as I should. Help me to refuse the low and vulgar things. Help me to abhor all crooked deals of every kind, to have no part in them. I will will reject all selfishness and stay away from every evil. I will not tolerate anyone who slanders his neighbors. I will not permit conceit and pride. I will make the godly of the land my heroes and invite them to my home only those who are truly good shall be my servants but i will not allow those who deceive and lie to stay in my house that's from psalms 101 the second through the seventh verse and that's uh, the living bible's translation that sounds to me like god gave every christian father a god to take care of the video daddy christian television programming is one process by which millions are making the godly of the land their heroes and inviting them into their homes. I'm the chairman of a group called the Committee for International Goodwill. Our goal is to make the godly of the land our heroes. Annually, we conduct a banquet and honor one of the godly of the land as our man of the year. I formed the committee because I was just plain sick and tired of the world system creating the ungodly as heroes, making the bad good and the good bad. You need to form yourself as a committee of one in your home to do the same, making the godly of the land your heroes. God says it, and by doing it, you will create a positive image in the minds of your family, and their motivations will become right. It is the aim of all seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, 1 Timothy 4 and 1 says. The aim of all seducing spirits and doctrines of devils is to demean, denigrate, And debilitate your manhood, to sap your Christian virility, and in so doing, they cause the power of Christ to have a little effect in your life. Reject such spirits and doctrines. Cast them from your home and family. Every man has three functions in the home and community. He has to guide, guard, and govern. It is what God gave Adam to do on earth. And he has never rescinded that mantle of authority. If you're a man... It's yours. Wear it. Live it. But wait a minute. The video daddy can also be an absentee father. The greatest addiction in America is not marijuana, cocaine, or pills. It is television. The absentee father is often one who goes to work, comes home, and then sits in front of the television, forcing the wife and children into unnatural roles and responsibilities. In Pittsburgh, sitting over a cup of coffee, a man told me something that made me proud to be his friend. I used to be one of those guys you preach to. He said, "I was a real television addict." But one day I realized that what was happening. What? One day I realized what was happening, and I thought I needed to change. It wasn't until you came along, though, and hit me right between the eyes with it, that I made the decision to do something about it. I talked with my wife, and we agreed to put the TV in the closet and only bring it out when the entire family agreed the program was something we could all watch together or that would be beneficial for one of us. I tell you, I had withdrawal symptoms, he laughed. I don't know what it is like to stop drugs, cold turkey. All I know is that it was bad enough with television. But let me tell you this. But let me tell you this. Since that time, my kids' grades have gone from Ds to straight Bs or better. I know more about them and we have gotten the greatest time in the world just going places and doing things together. I've even taken them to the museum. We have probably done more things together since that television has been gone than we did in all our lives before that. It has been great. I I received a call the other day. It was a minister's wife, desperately concerned about her husband. He refused to take the leadership role in the church, forcing her to do it. This is a minister's wife, I said. She was desperately concerned about him. The men didn't like it, and their wives were upset about it, but he was content to watch television between sermons. The, That may be an isolated case, but it's a real one. The video daddy on television, or the one in front of it, which is worse? The best daddy is the one who uses the television to make the... Godly of the land, his heroes. Are there godly men left in our land? Despite all that television has said to the contrary, there there are. We read that again. Are there godly men left in our land? Despite all that television has said to the contrary, there are. But America's image still has a long way to go to be maximized. Today, many men believe that America is great because of the virtue of its wealth. But it was the virtues of American men and women that brought us our wealth. Men families, nations are great by the wealth of their virtues, not by virtue of their wealth. Men produce nations. A nation is great because its men are great. For America to recapture its greatness, its men must recapture their manhood. I attended a banquet one evening where the speaker related an incident that made an impact on everyone. He said, while I was at the airport today, someone very kindly commended me for my courage in taking on television about the American Civil Liberties Union and how they are trying to destroy American Christianity in America. He told me that some years ago. He had rebuked them publicly on his own television program. When they retaliated, he dropped the matter because he said he had too much to lose. Too much to lose? The speaker raised his voice. What have we got to lose? I started this entire ministry with $70, and I have 100 now. So what have I got to lose? The applause started as a ripple but became a river of appreciation. Manhood is in spirit. It has nothing to do with physical size, but everything to do with character. Modern youth need fathers of good courage. They need heroes. They need Joshua's who will cry, As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua 24 and verse 15. They need Daniel's who will face the legion's lions they need daniels who will face the legal lions of our day and shut their mouths from speaking pompous words against god e.m bounds wrote men are god's methods while men are look for better methods god looks for better men god is looking for them right now what about you Okay, men, we've got four more lessons left in our workbooks on maximized Manhood, and we have four more Wednesdays until the holidays start. So it looks like our time is going to work out and precluding some kind of unplanned um, crisis and or event I'm not privy to, which wouldn't surprise me. Anyway, with that, let's read chapter 12, Our Father, which art inactive.